Hi, Ashley. Hi, Amy. How are you? We are both have a lot less hair than we did I the last know. time. I that. chopped my hair off yesterday. <laughs> I chopped mine off like what two weeks ago? Yeah, and I cut mine two, yesterday. Ago, so. so now I have super short hair. And I didn't tell anybody I did it until yesterday. Wayne didn't even realize that I cut my hair until he walked in the house. I was like, wait, what do you think? He's like, Oh shit, you cut your hair. Yeah. Nice. So it was great. Love it. Um so yeah, my coworker's just, gonna flip her shit tomorrow. It's <laughs> just a season of change, right? It's always a season of change, you know, the whole new year, new me bullshit. <laughs> Which normally that's no, all that I'm is. I'm still the same sarcastic you know? bitch you all come to know and love. <laughs> not gonna it. happen. Um, te- so if you hear a ding every now and then, I'm texting my mother. <laughs> um, so. I thought that today it would be a good idea to kind of talk about some sports-related things because... We got the Super Bowl next weekend. We have the the Royal Royal Rumble Rumble tonight. We have baseball season about to start with spring training coming up. Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Yankees. Fuck you, Yankees. (laughs) Fuck you, Red Sox. (laughs) Fuck them Cowboys. (laughs) But fuck Fuck them Redskins, too. Let's let's be real. (laughs) Um, And we have... Uh, college basketball season. Uh, there's a lot going on in the world of sports. Uh, yeah. Today, Kobe Bryant died today. To, today we have lost one of the greatest basketball players to ever, ever play on a court. Um, so Amy's and, not a big basketball fan, so you know yeah. sorry the dude died, but I'm, I, I don't have an opinion on basketball. I think so. that he made a mark on basketball that very few players have been able to do uh when you think of the greatest of all times you think of jordan you think of uh lebron james you think of shaq right yeah and magic johnson uh, right and and he's up there with that list i mean when you shoot something into a trash can it's Kobe. okay yeah no other baseball player no other baseball baseball. (laughs) no other no other basketball player actually we no need to go ahead basketball. and get something straight now. We need to pick one or two sports and let's just stick with that because we're going to get confused really fucking quick because <laughs> let's be real, Amy only has two sports, right. baseball and football, and I'm yeah. a way bigger football fan than I am baseball. Right. So, and I know yeah. you guys are probably wondering, what does sports have to do with the paranormal? There's a lot. There's a lot, man. There's a lot. There's superstitions that go around with the sports There's there's curses that people believe in wholeheartedly and you know today i just wanted to just touch base and and you know since so much is going on in the world of sports to take a minute and kind of use an opportunity use this as an opportunity to talk about some of those different things because see i wanted to talk about fairies but ash was like let's talk about cursed baseball teams okay i'm down and football things yeah but come on let's be real when you talk about curses in sports what is the very first thing you think of the curse of the bambino Bambino. (laughs) hello so we can start with that one since that's the most well-known one let's talk about it so and and can i point out that here in our little recording studio i do have a sign well my husband has a sign up here that says the boston red Sox. so if you can't tell in this family we support boston except for my child he likes the yankees thanks to me thanks to you you traitor <laughs> yeah. you no traitor. not a traitor um just, we just have very very different okay. opinions about what's good and you know what that's never haltered <laughs> us and i tell you why it because we give each other us. shit every year we pick on each other yes but we're both loyal to our teams 
we're not bandwagon fans. So oh God, it's no. I, I, it would be a different type of scenario, a different type of conversation that we would be having if we were bandwagon. That's true. All right, so we're going to get into <laughs> Decursed de Bambino in just a second. Yes. But I just feel like we need to we need to have a talk, Ashley. What? what? I just I feel like I have not seen you in like two months. Like, at all. You saw me last weekend. Did I? Yeah. Did I really? Did I really see you last weekend? You did. I was sick last weekend. I don't remember much from last week. Yeah, I was here. <laughs> I don't remember I much. I was here. And I also went to bed I early. You did go to bed early. I but went I to bed here. early every single night because I was sick. I was here. And I, I was, was here Friday night. Yeah, you were here Friday night. We were supposed to play with makeup, and this bitch did not bring her makeup. Hey, let's have a makeup so, night. I'm sorry. That Poor. was my fault. I love my you. My fault. But, you know, <laughs> it happens. It does. It happens. So, yeah. So, we Ashley comes in the door today. She's like, so what are we going to talk about on the podcast today? I was like, I want to talk about fairies because my bitch ass has been sucked into TikTok. And there is a witch community on tiktok like there's a witch community on tumblr so amy's gone down the rabbit hole let's just be real and they're talking about don't accept gifts from fairies and this and then i was like i want to talk about that that is going to be exciting national's like nope we're talking about baseball okay well let's talk about it our ne- we can do that on our next podcast. Okay, we can talk that. We can know. we can we can save that for We're a later to. podcast because that anyway. does sound like a wonderful podcast that we could do. And why you should not accept gifts from fairies? All right. So anyway, Curse of the Bambino. Bambino. So all right. So for let's those talk of about you it. that do not know what the Curse of the Bambino is, there was a very famous baseball player by the name of Babe Ruth who played for the Boston Red Sox. Yes. However. However, they decided they were going to sell Babe Ruth to the Yankees for $125,000. And what did that pay for, Amy? What what did that, that amount of money pay for? Fuck if I know. It paid for a play on Broadway. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it was not... It was not a good play. It was a shitty play that the owner's child, I believe, not correct me if I'm wrong, because I could be completely wrong. I don't know. This. I don't see anything about that. However, it was the owner's Just so you guys it, know, so I it. have Wikipedia up, and anything I read today is from Wikipedia. Okay, so it's just it happens. So just it, throwing that out there so you don't think that I'm pulling this out my ass, because I'm not. I, yeah. Right. Anyway. So this started so, in 1918. No, it started actually in 1919, because... Until 1918, they were one of the most successful baseball clubs in Major League Baseball. Right. And so and they sold season, him in after the 1918 season. They yeah. sold Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees for $125,000 in the offseason of 1919 to 1920. As it says before that point, the Red Sox had been one of the most successful professional baseball franchises winning the first World Series and amassing five World Series titles. After the sale, they went without a title for 86 years until 2004 when the Red Sox beat the Yankees for the ALC championship and then they went on to sweep the St. Louis Cardinals at the World Series. So I can I can say this as a Yankees fan. Watching the curse get broken, it was very bittersweet 
for me. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go go Red Sox, right? But it's always kind of cool to me when something history gets made like that. And, you know, seeing Kurt Schilling's actual literal Red Sox oh, yeah. from the blood coming from his injured ankle was something that I don't think that we'll probably ever oh, no, see like that, that was... playoff that playoff game this the series between them and the Yankees that's some of the greatest baseball that you could ever wish to want to watch oh yeah and, and that's coming from a Yankees fan now do I wish that it would have gone the opposite way obviously yes <sighs> recap 1918 we were on top of the world the Red Sox were after that season they got rid of one of their best players for what 125 and some yeah. change thousand dollars okay anyway so <clears throat> since then you know it was like for 86 years they just they'd make it to like the championships and blow it it's just they could not get past the championships they could not win that title um however during this there were so many ways that they uh attempted to break the curse um, according to Wikipedia, Red Sox fans attempted various methods over the years to exercise this famous curve. Um, these included placing a Boston cap atop Mount Everest and burning a Yankees cap at its base. Um, hiring professional exorcists to purify Fenway Park. I'm all about that. Yes, exercise the green monster. Um, and then spray painting a reverse curve street sign on Starro Drive to change it to say reverse the curse. The side was not replaced until just after the 2004 World Series win. And finding a piano owned by Babe Ruth that he had supposedly pushed into a pond near his Sudbury, Massachusetts farm, home plate farm. So, um, in somebody's 1994 documentary, a former Red Sox picture, Bill Lee, suggested that the Red Sox should exhume the body of Babe Ruth, transport it back to Fenway, and publicly apologize for trading Ruth to the Yankees. Wow. There, there you, go. you go. So there you go. I'm just saying that's that's great. Uh, I, to me though, my mind frame is you're going to get rid of the babe. Okay? This is a player that we're still talking about over a hundred, you know, a hundred yeah, years almost later. Almost a hundred years. I mean, and it's 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 that's crazy. It's insane to me that they would they would trade him like that. But they did the same thing to Johnny Damon. Yeah, they did. But they still won. Hey, they won. They and win I'm not now. Saying, they win now. I'm not saying that, that that was another curse. But you would have thought that they would have learned that time instead of When was the last time the Yankees fate. won? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> because we I'm have... I'm sorry. We have... We're not, you and I are not arguing about this because every time we get to talking about this shit, we end up arguing. So we're We're not going to do it. We're not, we're not going to argue about it. We're not going to argue about it. So we're just going to skip over that. We are. Because Ashley and I, and the funny thing is, Ashley is a Yankees fan. I am a Boston Red Sox fan. I am also a Redskins fan. And Ashley is a Cowboys fan. So can you imagine how often me and her argue about our sports teams so although fun, whenever she does insult the redskins i typically agree with her because let's be real the redskins suck but i can say that because i am a loyal redskins fan and i've been a redskins fan since i could walk so and talk but um yeah i can say that my team sucks but at least i can admit that and i can say as a cowboys fan now that's a team that's got a curse going right about now Mm-mm-mm. 
y'all got the i i i want to say y'all got the the romo curse going or something because i the what's his face curse y'all need to fire your owner (laughs) well we can't do that we can't do that however if you could i do believe i do believe that we've had a good team i mean we've had shitty leadership and we we can get to the playoffs or close to the playoffs right we're, we're right on the brink it. and then for some reason or another it's just it's a death. snap and it's gone okay so i can say that i'm not gonna be one of these cowboy fans it's gonna be like no no my team's the best team ever no i realize that we're not right you've got two of the greatest teams in the NFL playing in the Super Bowl next week. And I can say that as a Cowboys fan. I'm saying that as a football fan in general, right? Yeah. I mean, the 49ers have showed up and showed off this year just like the Chiefs have. So kudos to both of those teams. I hope that they both can stay healthy and may the best team win. That's very true. Um, Let's see here. I saw something. I was reading something earlier about a town supposedly that somebody's um stadium was like built on a indian barrel ground or something like that i'll go back there because i think it has something to do with baseball but what i'm reading here too we got the super bowl coming up next weekend yes we right do. so there's a super bowl curse there or basically is. they call it the super bowl hangover yep. and it is a phrase that refers to one of three things that occur whenever somebody goes to the super bowl um they either follow up that year with a lower than expected performance they do not repeat as super bowl champions or the host teams of the super bowl do not play the game on their own home fields. So, like, say, for instance, that... Um, They're playing in Miami. Let's use Miami as an example. Yeah. The Dolphins, basically what this is saying is that the Dolphins would not be yeah, able to go there. They would be able to play on their own home field because, well, let's just face it, right now the Dolphins are better than my Redskins. Yeah. Anyway, but explains why losing teams may post blow average winning percentages the following year and why Super Bowl champions seldom return to the title game the following year. With the exception of the Patriots, because they do that all the time. It's like they skip a season almost. They do. Um, so it's not, uh, and, and that could be that, they right? They'll, they'll, other, win, they'll win one and they won't, and they'll win one, one and they, they won't, won't, and back and forth. Right. Um, but it's also been used since at least 1992 when. Um, the Washington Post commented that the Super Bowl curse has thrown everything it's got at the Washington Redskins. The jinx that has bedeviled defending chance for 15 years has never been in better form, which is true. My Redskins have not been to a Super Bowl since 1992, and each time we get to the playoffs, we blow it in the first round, and it drives me insane, but it is what it is. I still love it. The one that really sticks out to me that, you know, the, the Super Bowl hangover, if you will, um is when they were in minnesota what was it two years ago yeah two three years ago the vikings had a very good chance of going like they were in the playoffs they were almost there right yeah kind of like they were this year they didn't go and i think that when i remember when that was happening they were talking about how it doesn't happen that a, a nfl team will host the super bowl and actually go yeah and I remember my dad talking to me about <clears throat> after the 
Panthers won their last Super Bowl, which was what, four, mm-hmm. three, four years ago, something like that? I think it's been a minute. Yeah. It's um, been... I want to say it's been about six or seven. No, I don't think it's been that long. I don't know. I don't care about the Panthers. Right. <laughs> so, either way, either way, I remember my dad talking about it, and he's like, they're going to blow it next year. They're not well, going to they do anything. Do. They're not going to do anything after they won the Super Bowl. And I looked at him, I was like, Dad, I was like, they have such an amazing team. Well, There's like no the way that they're not going to be at least an okay team. Well, that's, that's basically and like with the Eagles two suck. years ago. That's like the Eagles two years ago. Remember when they had Nick Foles who came in oh and God. took over court? And how well they played and how nobody thought the Eagles were going to win that shit. Exactly. They come back and win and they're like, oh, hell, they're going to be good next season. We need to keep an eye. And what happened? The Eagles completely just Because they didn't keep. They didn't keep Nick Foles. Exactly. They didn't keep so him. they got and I can say this is a Cowboy fan who do not like the Eagles, they got what they deserve because That's... you are going to get rid of your MVP. It's kind of going back to what we were just talking about with the Red Sox. You get rid of one of or their most valuable this? players. Or how about this? You deserve to not win. I got something for you. How about this? How about the Redskins getting Adrian Peterson? Adrian Peterson being a hella bomb in the 2018 <laughs> season. And then what do the Redskins do? do their very first game of 2019 they bench peterson they do not let him dress what the fuck redskins and then we fire our coach halfway through the season like it's the coach's fault no the coach sucked that's for sure but our owners suck even more and oh my god we finished with a 12 and 3 a 12 and 3 three i'm like you you what was the point of you even showing up for those three yes you beat the dolphins one time but however everybody else fucking beat you yeah everybody beats you yeah bye just just bye because eight but you know what you that's know okay what? You i'm guys... gonna have some damn good draft picks this year and guess and what look. we might get cam we might because right, you've got a new cam. head coach <laughs> that let's just throw this out there was the coach of the panthers when they were winning the super bowl so y'all are gonna have a good coach yes who and is gonna make smart we've decisions already got so one of the panthers yeah. So we're going to get, and you know where he goes, Cam's going to go. So we'll probably pick up Cam hopefully, Newton this maybe. year, hopefully. Um, hopefully said, Adrian hopefully. Peterson decides not to jump ship, although I would not blame him if he did. Um, but I'm hoping he doesn't. Um, who else? I, I, I'm looking forward to see who we're going to get. I'm looking forward to see what, oh God, wouldn't it be amazing if I could actually make my team get to the playoffs? That'd be fantastic. Not that I have anything to do about whether the Redskins make the playoffs or not next year, but, you know, it'd be something to look for forward to anyway let's go back to baseball i got some okay we're gonna talk about the chicago cubs because they from 1909 to 2015 they did not win a world series they did not even though they were the Mm -hmm. national league champion seven times between 1910 and 1945 they never did it but the 1945 world series appearance was the most notable because it marked the start of the curse of the billy goat Yep. It was involved the owner at the time, Billy Cianus, who um, was the owner of the Billy Goat Tavern, who was asked to leave a World Series game versus the Detroit Tigers because his pet goat's odor bothered other fans. When he was made to leave, 
From 1946 to 2015, the closest the Cubs had advanced to the World Series was five outs away in Game 6 of the 2003 National League Championship Series versus the Marlins when Steve Bartman, a Cubs fan, attempted to catch a foul ball. The Cubs defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers in 2016 National League Championship Series, winning their first National League pennant since 45. They finally won the 2016 World Series against the Indians, the first championship in 108 years. And I was excited to see that. Even as a as a Yankee fan, it really brought me a lot of joy to see that was awesome that happen. Because again, it was just like the Red Sox. Like I mean, yes, I and the White I Sox. don't like the I don't like the, but then you've the, also the Red um, Red Sox. But I you know I've never hated. The Cubs. So, you know, I was I was excited but to see know, that curse get broken. A lot of people forget Sh- Chicago has two baseball teams. They do. You've got the Cubs and then you've, and got, you've got the, the White, White Sox. Sox. Yeah. But they were said to have been cursed because of their role in fixing the 1919 World Series. And as a result of that, the Cincinnati Reds won that series in eight games. And then eight White Sox players were banned by baseball for their actions in throwing the series. And so from since then, the White Sox wouldn't win another World Series until 2005. Yep. When they sweep the Astros, which don't get started on the Astros. Okay. Fuck you, Astros, for making me lose Cora. Mm, God, okay. He, we're not going to talk about the Red Sox anymore because I'm, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyways, so, but yes, it, it, it I, I really loved watching both of those curses get broken and that's coming from a Yankees fan. That's coming as just like a sports fan in general. Cause I just, it, it makes me happy to see all of those people so excited, all of those people so happy. And, and you know, it, it just, it was a moment that is, yeah, you, you can't take away. Yeah. You really can't. But I mean, you know, this is why you love baseball because you are such a superstitious person. Absolutely. And baseball players and baseball fans are so superstitious. So That's superstitious. why a lot of times you'll see baseball players grow beards and not cut them because right. if, they, if they do, they're going to lose right. or they won't wash their socks or right. something because everybody has a superstition. Every athlete has a superstition. You know, football players got lucky things they take on the field with them or mm-hmm. lucky cleats or. You know, or in in uh, they got a I lucky know, bat. I know that I've seen it in in two sports. I know that I've seen it in in football and I've seen it in baseball. But I don't know if I've seen it. And it probably isn't every sport. But those are the two that like me but and I you mean, follow the most. Where when you walk out, you have to touch a sign. Yep, you have to. And when you touch that sign, it's supposed to bring you luck from whatever the well, sign see, is. I, well, right? It's kind of when I was in marching band and I was in color guard. We had our rituals. Yeah. We all, there was always one thing that we had to do before every competition and that we always did everything the same and we had to, but my junior year, we were fucking undefeated. Okay. So, I mean, grand chance. You keep with what you're doing if it it works. works. Okay. Um, We're going to skip to another, I guess, since we're from the South, I think this is very important to talk about. All right. We are going to talk about NASCAR. Okay, because so we are can I just say, can and I, I just want to get just, your southern accent back. I that. just want to point out, okay, that I used to enjoy watching NASCAR, right? I've been to a few NASCAR races. It's so boring now. 
to me now it's more about who has the most money and who has the most pull and they're the ones that's pulling all the strings and i'm sorry i don't agree with that because i've sat here in the south boston speedway and watched races and i've seen guys that have been top bar that should be in nascar right and will never get that opportunity because they're from here and they don't have the money to get there ashley we just need to start another podcast so you can you bitch your pants. I'm sorry. <laughs> look, we're talking about, look, this is what we're doing. We're venting, we're bitching, we're talking about superstition. Okay. Right? That's okay. what we're doing. Anyway, so guess what? Talladega Speedway um, is said to be cursed because it's um, either been cursed by a Native American shaman or it's built on an Indian bear ground. See, I got around to it. I figured out where it was. Okay, Talladega. So we're going to talk okay. about it. Anyway, it allegedly explains the high number of unusual occurrences, untimely deaths, and spectacular accidents that have plagued the track since it opened in 1969. <clears throat> Part of this alleged curse has a rational underpinning. Talladega is the largest racetrack in NASCAR, allowing for much faster, more dangerous racing. Right. Um, during the 70s, before the eve of a race, there was roughly a dozen cars were sabotaged with gas tanks being filled with sugar or sand, and tires were slashed. Bobby Isaac, the 1970 Cup champion, parked his car mid-race despite nothing being wrong with the car. When he was asked why, Isaac claimed a voice from above ordered him to park the car. Hmm. So, you know, okay. So, Talladega. But then you get into... Um, and, and I love how you were playing devil's advocate with that, though. You know, you were like, okay, it's it's on an Indian, it's supposedly on an Indian burial ground, but it can be explained <laughs> because it is one of the biggest, fastest yeah. tracks that NASCAR has. So, yeah, so you got I, people, you, you know, before like they put that. the, you know, safety plates and on everything. I mean, oh back at, back then, you could run a car full-ass s- throttle and shit would get real yes real quick yes like i mean 80s 90s nascar even 70s 70s 80s and 90s nascar was the best and to be honest i think that a lot of that had to do with the people that were behind the wheel of those cars you had the king richard petty you had earnhardt now let me tell you you let me tell you something. I think a lot of, um, supposedly, a lot of well-known NASCAR families like the Allison family mm-hmm. and the Andretti family, mm-hmm. they have said that their family's cursed almost like with the whole NASCAR thing. Going like into, in with the Allison family, um, Bobby Allison won Daytona 578, 82, and 88. He's the first of the Allisons to have major accidents while racing. The first is at Talladega. In mm-hmm. 1987, where he'd crash into the catch fence, and second at Pocono in 88, when he suffered a career-ending crash. In 92, his youngest son, Clifford, was killed in a racing accident, while his other son, Davey, had a horrific near-fatal crash in Pocono after his car flipped several that. times and then hit the guardrail. Oddly mm-hmm. enough, the same track where his daddy had his career-ending crash, and then Davey would later be killed in a helicopter crash. Yep. Well, with Andretti, since he won the Indianapolis 569... He was played with bad luck um, to win it for a second time before he retired in 94. The misfortune in Indianapolis extended to his sons, Michael and Jeff, and nephew John, as well as his grandson, Marco. It's said to have affected in an indirect extent his twin brother and former car owners, Paul Newman and Carl Haas. Michael Andretti won the race five times as an owner, but three times as the driver. Um, He's a, yeah, I mean... Big families that are big in sports like these. 
I mean, you got to wonder. It's it's almost sounding like it's almost like the Kennedy curse. Almost. And that's one we got to talk about on another podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about that because I, I, I love Camelot of America. Camelot, yes. I mean, we got to talk so about that because it's so wild I think that, uh, you know, stuff like that can happen. It lives to my love of conspiracy theories. Um, You know, stuff like that does happen. <laughs> and... and you know, it's it's sad it because, you know, they lost family members because of that curse, you know, and it's it's also don't let Drake root for any of your favorite teams because no. your team's going to lose. Oh, dear Lord. I hope I never. Drake, <laughs> oh, Drake, if you ever if anybody <laughs> if anybody can just let Drake know, Drake, please stop rooting for my Redskins. <laughs> don't ever. Please, 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 please. Oh I don't ever want to see you wearing any Duke stuff, any <laughs> Yankee stuff, or the any Yankees. Cowboy stuff. Lord, please don't let this man do that. For some odd forsaken reason, this man, whenever he wears anything sports related, that team loses. No, I don't. I don't want that. What am I? I remember my, we were watching, we were getting ready to watch the Ravens game. And my brother, he was like, Drake wore something Ravens. They're not going to win tonight. And I was like, Drew, that's, that's BS because, you know, and then they ended up losing. And I was like, well, dang, okay, okay, Drake. So you got the curse going. He must've really not been pulling for the Ravens. Cause I feel like if you know that this is a curse that you have and like there's, stuff that's happening around you that people believe that it's a curse even if it's really not (laughs) you don't do stuff to make it seem even more suspicious so oh this is interesting okay okay so i'm trying to look up since we got royal rumble today i'm trying to look up you know superstitions about wrestling um apparently john cena whenever he gets ready to go out to the to the ring he knocks on wood Okay, I like it. Um, his commitment to I the like ritual it. seems especially steadfast as he's referenced. He does it before literally every match, including hitting against the turnbuckle to effectively knock on wood after he's already gotten in the ring. I like it. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What I else? like it. Uh, I can remember. Um, I'm looking at this and there doesn't seem. Shawn Michaels. Although Booker T, uh, his pre-match ritual includes um, meditation and Red Bull. So okay, there my... you go. There you go. I remember Shawn Michaels making it making it very, very clear he was not going to walk under a ladder during their ladder matches. Now I don't know if that's because he's technically superstitious or if it was because he just wanted to seem like he was superstitious. But yeah, Mick Foley before his matches he would listen to Tori Amos. Tori, really? Yep. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And Whatever to get it himself is to get hyped up, CM Punk would quote the Fantastic Four. It's clobbering time. Yeah, I did. Yep. Isn't he like supposed to? There's a rumor that he's going to come back in the Royal Rumble tonight. I would love that. So. Aiden was talking about uh, that last I night. I love it. I think that that would be so cool because usually they always have a surprise injury. So him or Edge, I feel like it's going to be one of the two of them. Maybe both. We don't know. We'll find out a little bit John later on. Cena. Um, John, look. John okay. Cena just needs so, to go and retire. Um, just, just do it, I dude. respect the man. And you know that I have. I've respected him for a long time. I think he does a lot with the Make-A-Wish. He also eats boxes of Tic Tacs before a match. Who, John Cena? Yes. Okay. 
Okay. I, I think that he does a lot for... I don't know. I don't see anything else. I, I, he does a lot for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He does a... You know, he seems like a really like a guy that you could go up to and have like a decent conversation with. I mean, you know, he just... He gives off that feel. How true that is, I don't know. Yeah. He seems like a superstitious person. But he does. He does. He really does. I mean, he as does. many rules as he had for his house. Yeah. He, he's, he's superstitious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if anybody's ever watched... Me. If anybody has ever watched um, the Bella, Total Bellas, you'll, you'll understand what Amy's talking about when she's like all of the rules... Like you can't use specific silverware it's just, it's and, and plates and, and you can't sit in a certain room and, and you have to wear certain things and it's just really weird. Like, um, Hey, to each their own, you can call me superstitious all you want, but I feel like that he's more superstitious than me. Yeah. I I just think you know, and like I said, I respect the guy. I think he's done a lot for the uh, for the wrestling just, industry. I think he's done a lot for you know the Make a Wish, like I said, and I, I I respect him. Kudos to him. Do I think that he should beat Ric Flair for how many titles that he's won? I don't no. think you have to worry about that mm-hmm. because I don't think John Cena's going to go after another title reign. It's just he's he's not committed enough for. Exactly. Vince to put another and, and, on him. It's and, just not going to happen. And, and um, does he have a crappy haircut now? God, yes. yes. It looks so bad. Oh my God. It's horrible. It's like John Cena. Why did you accept the gift from the fairies? Okay, so they're always so, going to want something from you so, and they took your hair. So, so what happened? <laughs> was <clears throat> he got a gift from from the fag and he the fag he the lost he lost Nikki and and when he lost Nikki he pulled his hair out he he, he pulled his hair out and he just he couldn't handle it why, anymore Lord, why why did you do this to me no I'm almost serious no because that, that was that was a little rough this. however <laughs> I can't <laughs> jelly look at her and tell her she's ridiculous however I do think that it is yeah, I think that it's one of those like breakup yeah. situations that's happening right now. Just and I wish John it. Cena the best. I hope that he eventually finds the you know a, a a love story beyond any other, and you know he gets married and all this whatever he wants in his life. I hope he gets. You know, I don't wish anything ill on so John this Cena. So not a paranormal podcast right it's now. It's not, but it's okay. You'll just live with it. At least we're back. Um, yes, we are. Can we talk about fairies? I want to talk about fairies. You want to do it now? Or do we want I to do a whole know. separate podcast on it? We can do a whole separate podcast on it, but it's just like this is on my mind. Whatever you do, guys, if you happen to find something, say, natural, in a place it's not supposed to be, in a time that it really doesn't make sense for you to find that kind of thing, take it outside and bury it and say, you are too kind. However, I cannot accept this. Never say thank you. Never say no thank you. It's a gift from the fae, and he wants something. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm ridiculous. I'm sorry. I went down the rabbit. I went down the rabbit hole like I do with the YouTube sidekicks. I I can't help it. I love it. I'm so stupid. No, no, you're not stupid. (laughs) You're not stupid. But. And can somebody tell this girl when I read her cards that I'm always right? Oh, here we go. Yes, here we go. I'm so tired of you doubting me. I don't doubt you. I don't doubt you. I think that, you know, the the cards are there and you do a you know, your cards are 
My cards are very blunt. <coughs> to the, very. We have the same deck, and that is the funny thing. Yeah. We have the same deck. She can pull her cards and they'll just be nice. like mine, and they'll be nice they'll and be gentle nice. and everything. Like, you pull from the very same deck that are my cards, and they're going to tell you all about yourself. They're going to be like, look. This is what's going to happen. You're just about to suck it up and deal with it because it's not going to change. It's okay? like, bitch. This is it. This is it. And mine's like, okay, so what you need to do is mine you need to me. prepare yourself. Mine just This one's there just like, no, you. this is what's happening. You're just about to suck it up and deal with it. Mine are just like, look, bitch, you <laughs> dumbass didn't listen to me last time. You're going to listen to me okay. today. Okay. You didn't listen last time, so you gotta listen today <laughs> because I told you what was gonna happen if you were still gonna be stupid. Stupid. You decided to be stupid, so now stupid. suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah. My cards are bitches. Yeah, she is. My it tattoo is. deck isn't as but isn't as bitchy. I tell you, I'm not. I don't. I don't doubt you. I don't doubt you. I've been reading cards since I was thirteen. Yeah, I I, I don't doubt 20 you. Twenty years. I believe what your cards say. Twenty I in- years. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Um, well, what else is there? Let's see. I don't know, man. Um, well, I got okay. You so <laughs> let's keep with the sports thing. Who predictions? Let's just throw out some predictions. Who's gonna? Who's Chiefs. gonna? Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm with you, Chiefs. Go. Kansas City. I am rolling with my homes. You're rolling with my homies. I'm rolling with my homies. Okay, my homies, not my, my homies. homies. My homies. I'm rolling with my homies. Okay, okay. I'm pulling Kansas City because <laughs> Kansas City is on fire. They're Hello. Bomb. Hello. Mahomes is bad. Ooh, he bad. He bad. He, he bad. real bad. He real bad. He real, real bad. He real bad. He good. I like him. Uh, Royal right. Rumble. Don't don't ask. Cause I don't know. More oh, likely, it's gonna be know. Seth Rollins. Um, Beast Slayer. Yes. So we roll it with my homies. For the Super Bowl. And um, uh, the Chiefs. Okay, okay. That's who we're rolling for. I think that mic's turned up for you now. And um, uh, for the Royal Rumble, I believe that we might see Drew McIntyre win it. It's a good choice. Um, it's either going to be, I think, between Drew McIntyre or maybe Roman. Maybe Roman. I don't see Roman. I um, love him, but I don't see Roman. Now, I think that Drew McIntyre would be a great I think person to push. win it. I think whoever uh, eliminates Brock. By the way, Wayne has joined us. Might have a try to win in it, and that would be. But yeah, if well, depending on where the <coughs> the match placements at, the early stuff can affect. Because Baron Corbin and Roman are both in the, in yeah. the rubble, but they're fighting. Oh, that's um, true, too. Are they doing a women's rumble this year? Yes. Okay, I Okay. so let's talk about not. who we think is going to win the women's rumble. Okay, I really don't care about the women's rumble. Um, however, I want to know. I, I I'm pulling for Asuka. I think Lacey. Asuka's fighting Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got a title match tonight. She's not going to be in the rumble. That's why I said I was pulling for Asuka tonight, because I think they're going to take it off Becky and put it back on Asuka. I don't think so either. I think it's going to be a good match, though. I think, oh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to be. Yeah. But I, I think, I think that it's going to be Lacey, or it could be the birthday girl. It could be the birthday girl. Sasha Banks. He just. I mean, literally said. Yeah. If 
Lacey beats Bailey, then Sasha probably. Yeah, probably. That's going to be one of the two of them. I'm with you, Wade. I'm with you. What else is one on the, the card two. tonight? I think. Uh, What's aren't the Usos? Andrade's fighting Humberto Carrillo. Okay, I think Andrade's gonna win it. Um, don't the Usos have a match tonight? Oh, that's true. Usos. Aren't they fighting? Um, what's his face and Ziggler? No, they're probably in a row. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know. I ain't paid attention. I ain't really watched wrestling lately. Last night was bomb though. Oh, that shit. That UK. Takeover thing last night was badass. I'm gonna have to watch it. I didn't watch it. It was bomb. Who won last night when I went to bed? Who was fighting? Uh, Undisputed and And Imperium. Yeah. Imperium won. Hot damn. Oh, Walter. Really? Walter. How they pretend to be as big as he is. They fucking love him. Okay. Okay. They get. They people don't watch NXT UK (laughs) because now that. NXT's on regular TV. Yeah. Why go on the network and watch Right. Them, right. Right. You watch them back to back because they were just hour shows. And so they gave them a little bit of rub, kind of like when uh, NXT won all the shit in what, Survivor Series? Yeah. But um, who's going to be your surprise entrance? I'm thinking I it's think... Edge or CM Punk, one of the two. Are you Damn. okay, Giselle? Damn, dog. I think that it's going to be one of the two of them. Uh, you think I Edge? Think I don't know. Who do you think? Well, Surprise entry tonight. It's only like three spots available. Yeah. Right. But you can always have somebody get injured, like R Truth or somebody like that. Like I, I wonder what Kofi's going to do this year to make sure he doesn't get thrown out. He's supposed to be in Houston. Undertaker lives in. Texas, absolutely. Right, 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 right. Stone Cold, save Austin. I don't, I don't think Stone Cold's going to be here. <laughs> I don't think Stone Cold's <laughs> going to show up. The first thing that I want you to do is get that piece of crap out of my <laughs> ring. <laughs> you say your prayers, and it didn't get you anywhere. <laughs> you talk about your... <laughs> well, Ashley, I think we need to wrap this podcast up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. So, so go watch some wrestling. we have some... I don't... Anybody but Brock. Hence the reason I'm wearing my Beast Slayer shirt. Anybody but Brock. Anybody but Brock. Anyway. Anybody. So, anybody want to say bye? Any final words? All right. Should have. Hey, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna get it. You know I'm going to. I'm not buying it. This not right now. You know what to do, and you won't fucking do it. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to our. Okay. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, I promise we next really episode will be better. We really appreciate it. I'm sorry it really wasn't too much paranormal, but we'll we just kind of... paranormal you, You're episode. talking to two chicks that really can dig on some sports and can talk about some sports. So, there you go. So... I just came in here for the Astrid. That's really... There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, we're, we're done, done now. Bye, we're guys. done. Thanks. So, thanks. And, yeah. Stay spooky. Yeah, be creepy. Whatever. Bye.
Tonight's podcast was written and recorded by Amy Throckmorton and Ashley Link. It was produced by Will Albritton, Denny Throckmorton, and Wayne Pickerel. You can stay up to date when a new episode drops by giving us a follow on Facebook at Witches Be Like Podcast. You can also give us a follow on Instagram at Witches Be. If you have a story that you want to share with us or you just have a topic you want us to discuss, you can also drop us a line at witchesbepod at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and the Podbean app. So thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you on the next one.